Welcome back. I'm Susie Edge, and this is the the Diary from the Edge podcast. I've been away, and well, it's because I've been writing my book. I'm a medical doctor, historian, writer, public speaker, all of those things together, and this is a podcast really about the the trials and tribulations of leaving my job as a hospital doctor and going off into the wilds to try and <laughs> try and still pay the bills whilst writing and creating content online, public speaking, and you know the rest. When I say pay the bills, I mean, we're not talking about making millions, as nice as that would be. We're talking about being able to achieve what I would have achieved should I still be working in the hospital as a doctor. And of course, we have to take into account that that's not what I would have been earning before I left, but what I would be earning now, a few years down the line, <laughs> the junior doctors have been on strike of late uh, because that's not gone up. It's stayed still for years and years and years. And so actually I would have been earning less now than I would have been before I left the hospital, interestingly. But that's by the by. One thing I will say about the junior doctors striking is that as long as we continue to call these very highly qualified grown-ups, some of them in their 30s and 40s, as long as we continue to call them junior doctors, the attitude towards them will always remain the same. Because you see, the thing is, as a doctor, you're a junior doctor until you get through your final qualification to make you a consultant or a GP. And that can take many, many, many years. And these junior doctors are performing highly difficult tasks day in, day out and making decisions. So the word junior can get in the sea as far as I'm concerned. But I no longer do that anymore. I walked away from that life trying to make a life elsewhere. So there's a few things. Well, there's a few things to catch up on, aren't there? Because I made a podcast. I sat down and recorded a podcast back uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think I hadn't finished writing Vital Organs yet. I was just towards the end of it. And I went to edit the podcast and frankly it was miserable. It was very unhappy, it was having a go at everybody and I thought well you know yes be honest, let people know how things are but you don't have to be miserable and, and be having a go at everybody and when I went to edit that that podcast I found that I was just having a go at everybody and it wasn't very pleasant so I didn't put it out but that really telling you that shows you where I've been in the last couple of months. Writing the book Vital Organs was really, really hard. It took a lot out of me. I think it was because I I didn't give myself enough time to do it. The thing is, with Mortal Monarchs, that was a different book. They always say, don't they, that you spend your whole life writing your first book and then you get a few months to write the second. But it was really very difficult. Physically, I've come out the end of it quite unwell and not happy with the world. Although I'm coming out into the sunshine. I say I'm coming out into the sunshine, but it's snowing here today in the north of Scotland. There's a constant drip, drip, dripping in the background that I've tried to get rid of. But what happened was when I came out this morning to my writing shed, it was snowing. And that was fine because it meant that the birds were quiet. But I, I, I thought that the snow might be good to dampen everything down. But actually, it's now the sun's out and it's all uh, thawing and dripping off the roof. <laughs> so it might might be worse. It might be worse than it was. In the UK just now, the coronation is coming up. And 
I don't know what to say about this. Everyone thinks that I'm massively into the royalty, um, huge royalist, flag-waving, whatever, because of the books that I write and the content that I make. And in truth, that's not necessarily the case. I'm not a raving Republican either, but I'm not so excited about every time I see a tweet or a newspaper headline or a video or anything about the royals. I'm not like in there like, oh, look at that. I know people who are massive, like so excited to see the royal children and yet hardly bat an eyelid when an actual family member child walks by. But that's by the by. The coronation is just going to become this sickening. Oh, it's just there is red, white, and blue tat everywhere at the moment. Uh, I, sh- shall I get a mug? Probably, <laughs> probably. So, book news. Well, Mortal Monarchs is available in paperback in a couple of months' time in the UK, Commonwealth, and. In the US, on US Amazon, it's going to be available from the end of October, which is a few months away yet. I'll tell you about the paperback, though. It's got an extra chapter compared to the hardback. I just give you a few seconds to figure out what that one might be about. We thought that enough time had passed that we could add an extra an extra exclusive chapter to the uh, to the paperback because we had time. So that's coming out in a couple of months. We've done all the edits on that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that on the shelves because... That sort of brings it full circle. When you first come up with the idea and then find a publisher, it can take so long. And it didn't, I mean, it took less time for Mortal Monarchs than other books, but still it feels like it's it's been forever. And the idea of a paperback being published two years from when we first spoke about the book, <laughs> it's kind of cool that it's going to be out there soon. So that's uh, Mortal Monarchs. What else about Mortal Monarchs? It's sold in China, which is amazing. Uh, they're going to translate it. Obviously, there's nothing I can do about that because I'm, uh, I, I don't, I don't speak the language, so there's nothing I can do. So I just take the money and sit back and watch it happen, which is, which is a really nice thing, um, to be happening. We, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but the there was a society of authors, I think it was, put out a report a few months ago saying that the average earnings for a writer in the UK was £7,000, which, I mean, that wouldn't pay your electricity bill at the moment in the UK. And then I heard a few days ago, and I didn't look at it deeply, but it might have only been a tweet that I read or somebody had said it on a podcast, perhaps, that uh, independently published authors, so people using Amazon KDP and the like, uh, the average earnings is £10,000. So it's not hugely different. There are people out there who are earning a huge whack. And I think the problem is that there's such a, the problem is with looking at averages, that there's such a big difference between some people making £2 and some people making millions of pounds. So I'd like to see a different type of average used there, perhaps, um, to see what, what people are making through independent publishing. My publishing has been done traditionally. And so... Um, I have made above average for the year, but not hugely above average. So I'm having to start looking at other income streams now. But back to book news, we're talking about uh, Mortal Monarchs, so that's out there, and Vital Organs. Well, it's with my editor now. Uh, As I say, it's been hard, and it will be hard, uh, because there's still a lot of work to do. But I I feel like from this point on, that everything that's done now will only improve it 
It'll only make it better. So it's a good thing. It's going to be hard accepting that, you know, because I found it hard to write to begin with. So I'm expecting that there's going to be an awful lot of editing and playing with it. But everything we do from now on is just is just going to be improvement. So I'm looking forward to that. There's been interest from overseas for that too. So Poland and Korea, that's nice. I've got a date set for recording the audio of Vital Organs. That's going to be the first week in August. A little bit later than last year, but that was because last year I recorded the audio for Mortal Monarchs in Edinburgh. And we did it at the beginning of July and then I went on holiday for a couple of weeks. And I've got the same couple of weeks booked this summer with the family. And after that, recording in Edinburgh was just going to be really hard because getting into Edinburgh and staying in Edinburgh during the festival is not the easiest thing to do when you're doing something else not festival related. So we're going to shift to Glasgow. So I'm going down to Glasgow for uh, for that for recording. And in other book news, I'm waiting for news on another project. I can't say what that is yet, but I'm very, very excited about it. So as soon as I get some news on that, I'll let you know all about it. So I'm going to tell you what happened with the merch. See, I always thought I always had this merch going on in the background, but I never mentioned it because I wasn't very happy with it. And it just just wasn't something that I had on my mind when I was writing the books. I couldn't handle that at the same time. But when I was making a lot of the, the monarchy map videos, people were saying, oh, this this whole. But it was OK because he had a son. They thought that was funny and they kept hearing it and wanted it on a, a T-shirt or a mug. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then I thought, well, you know what? I can write and I can talk, but I can't draw. So what am I going to do? I need something decent. And I spoke to my daughter, who is 15, Catherine. She's a she's quite the artist. And I said, what I'd really like is the, the cover of Mortal Monarchs, but I can't use that because that cover was designed by uh, either my publishers or a third party employed by my publishers. And it doesn't belong to me. I can't just stick that on a mug and sell it. So I needed to do something else along those lines. And then I, it occurred to me that the, the, the graphic on the front of my book, Mortal Monarchs, was taken from a pamphlet that was drawn way back in 1649. So a very long time ago, the year that King Charles had his head chopped off. The first King Charles, that is. And I thought, well, that's the one I can copy. So I gave that to Catherine, because that's in the public domain, so I can go and play with that. I gave that to Catherine. She came back with a brilliant copy of that, slightly removed um, removed the executioner, had an axe coming down through the, the king's neck. And, well, that sounds a bit gory while I'm smiling, doesn't it? And uh, and she had a, a skull with a, with a crown on, and she gave that back to me. It's absolutely brilliant. What was funny about that was that Catherine negotiated it she said, well, you know what, I'm at school, I've got exams, I have a job at the weekend, I, what do I get out of this? So we negotiated. She was paid to do the initial drawing and then um, and then she negotiated royalties on every item of merch sold. Good on her. So she's doing really well uh, because I made a video about that on Thursday. And since then, since this is a honest... Um, and since this is an honest and open podcast about how I'm trying to make it in the world uh, beyond the hospital, I'll tell you that since then uh, we've sold £8,000 worth of um, mugs and t-shirts, which is madness. Now how it works is that I took her design and I took it to Canva and played with it there, added some words, 
it was okay because he had a son and I got rid of the background and I took that then to a print on demand service an international one I chose mugs and a couple of t-shirts got the designs on there and then I uploaded that to Shopify where I have a store in Shopify you pay for pay monthly for the store and then you pay a commission on on each of the items that you sell so Shopify had my items for sale and £8,000 worth. I don't know what that is in dollars. Uh, I think it's much of a muchness at the moment. What happens then is that I have to pay the printers for the shipping and the printing that's been, and then the products. And then in about a week's time, Shopify, my storefront, pay me the money, less their commission. And so what happened is that at the weekend, I had to keep ploughing what was thousands of pounds into the system goes to printing and shipping. And we do see a, a little cut, but um, the 8,000 sounds a lot more impressive than the actual, uh, <laughs> than the actual profit. But of course that's, that's, that's the way of things. I was very lucky in that I could go and find those funds to put into, into the system in the first place and, and be able to wait a week until that comes back. But it, it's a pretty precarious system and people keep making orders and I don't have at the moment the funds to put back in because I'm waiting on, on payouts from Shopify. So really a very much a victim of our own success. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying desperately to keep on top of that. My husband, Mr. Edge, he's an accountant and he just raises an eyebrow and he knows what's going on. He's very good at understanding that. Um, but for me, it was a bit of a shock to the system having to go and find thousands of pounds to put in there, knowing, of course, that it was coming back. But it's still a bit it's wild. I mean, I'm, we're not talking Logan Paul, 40 million pounds a day for prime drinks here. Uh, it did take me by surprise. I wasn't expecting that number of orders for these mugs and T-shirts. It's been absolutely wild. The reason why I've not said anything on TikTok for a couple of days is because I can't I don't uh, I don't want to have to go scrabbling around to find those funds to put to, to do more until I get a payout from Shopify so that's you know print on demand service absolutely brilliant because I didn't have to go and find I didn't have to go and print items and have a stock and send them out myself there was no international shipping from the UK which of course is much more environmentally friendly if you were to order something from me then that job would be fulfilled locally and someone is employed local to you wherever you are in the world ordering those things. So this is a brilliant system. But if you're going to start that sort of thing, you have to be aware that whilst you're not printing and warehousing stock items for sale, you still have to have an initial outlay of, of um, a payments in order to fulfill those orders. You, know, you have to be careful because thousands of pounds, is a lot of money. I let my hair down at the weekend. I went to a charity ball by the Merchants Company of Edinburgh. A couple of comments suggested that I was there because... Uh, one of them said because of my popularity, which I thought was really funny. Uh, that ball had nothing to do with my job. <laughs> my... What would you call this? <laughs> I don't know what you'd call this, but that had nothing to do with my online creation or my writing. Nothing at all. I was there as a guest, because the host, our host, has known my husband for 40 years. Uh, that's why we were there, because we were there with friends uh, and nothing to do with this. I think people sometimes don't see beyond what they exactly what they see on the screen, and they think that I'm getting doled up and going to a fancy ball because I've got a few followers on TikTok. It's not actually the case. So that's what happened at the weekend. 
whilst my phone was ping, ping, pinging away of people buying mugs and t-shirts, which was really cool. What else? I, so we're talking about income streams. I very much realised recently that unless I pull my finger out and, and start doing this properly, that these aren't going to... I was always thinking about it, but I was never getting on with it. So now's the time. Hence the merch launch. I've relaunched Patreon. And I've done that because I had a few emails from people who supported me in the past saying, look, we're happy to support you. You know, launch it again. It doesn't matter. Because the thing was, I had Patreon before, a few years ago, and I had quite big tiers supporter tears you know and I got sick after I had Covid I was unwell and I and I felt really awful that I wasn't fulfilling my obligations to the to those people who were supporting me now they most of them have said it's not a problem it's fine don't worry about it but I do worry about it because I don't want to I don't I don't like I don't like that saying I'll do something and then not for, fulfilling it so what I've done I've relaunched Patreon, but I have one tier of support and it's a simple supporter, the lowest that Patreon would allow me to to put. So it's um $6 a month for those who really want to support and help with this podcast and my Warts and All podcast, which is coming back on Friday. And so that's there. That's there now again for people to help out. And I, I have a few supporters on there and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. One thing I need to do is sit down and uh, and have a look at the rest, the next few months, because I've got a lot of requests now for in-person appearances. Throughout the summer, there are literary festivals and history festivals and the like. And so I'm going to be going around doing those and, and, and I can't wait. It's going to be really fun, but I need to sit down and, and have a look through those and see where we're at. I'll put a list on my website in May of what's coming up in the next few months and where I'm going to be. Because uh, I know that a few people have said that they'd like to come and say hello, which would be absolutely lovely. I've become involved with my local history group. I needed to be more, and I needed to get out into the community more here. What we, what the group does amongst a lot of things, what the group, one of the things the group does is give a walk around the village, a history walk around the village twice a week in the summer. And it's really popular. Not least because this area is has some Jacobite history as well as other really interesting stuff going on. In in seventeen fifteen, the Earl of Mar raised the the standard of King James the Eighth of Scotland, who would have been King James the Third of England, uh, would have been I say because he never made it to the throne, but a lot of people thought he should have. So that's that's the place where where that happened is um is where the history walk starts. Now I'm going to be giving some of those talks through the summer. And when I'm here and and so this week I'm going to go and join one of the talks just to make sure I know what I'm doing and where I've got to be and all the rest of it. So I'm going to tag along with that and that's going to be quite fun. My book group are reading The Bookseller of Inverness recently, which is quite funny because I think I was going on about how, how much I enjoyed that in my last podcast. So um, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to although I've read it. Hurrah. It's not often I actually have read the books. <laughs> But I'm not sure I'm going to make it this week because I have a, a huge amount going on. On Thursday, I'm giving a talk at a local library. So that's going to be great fun uh, meeting people, talking about mortal monarchs. And I have to write that talk. I haven't written that yet. So I look forward to getting on and doing that. A lot going on in the outside great big world as well. So that's where we're at. That's the diary. I haven't really gone into many great philosophical tangents that I have done in the past I just wanted to catch up and say what I've been up to 
and to explain the whole the whole Shopify merch thing, which has been a real education <laughs> over the last week, for sure. I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, I understand, I understand that in order to make a little bit of money, you have to have a, a big outlay. I get that. But it was still a bit of a shock to the system. I, maybe it was a shock to the system because I wasn't expecting so many orders. In fact, it got to the point where PayPal and my bank were refusing payouts to the print fulfillment company because they thought that it was fraud. And I had to go to them and say, this is fine. It's OK. This is intentional. But it, it stopped a lot of orders. And because of that, there was a, a huge backup. And I had to go in to every single order individually and manually accept that a payment could be made. And whilst that was a little bit frustrating, on the other hand, it, it allowed me to see the address of everybody who'd made an order. And I was able to see where the items were going. And that absolutely thrilled me to see all these addresses across the USA the UK, it went to Australia, Italy, there was a South America, New Zealand, Germany, all over the world. And I had a bit of a blip in my recording there. So I don't know what I missed out. I'll go back through. So really great things coming up. Have I yet fulfilled my, have I yet reached my goal of earning what I would have done had I been in the hospital? No, no, we're not there yet. But the champagne will pop when we do. I have a, actually this, this, that reminded me, I have a bottle, I have a bottle sitting on a wine rack. I was thinking about it because I was cleaning it yesterday, but th this bottle has a tag on it that I put on a couple of years ago and it's very personal, but it says it, it's got a goal written on the tag. It's got a goal that, I mean, I'm not going to share what that is because that's personal, but Every time I walk past the wine rack, which is all the time because it's, you know, it's a little house. Every time I see it, I, th I see that and I think one day I'm going to open that and it's going to be a really special moment. And so maybe that's something that, that might be coming soon. I'm still working towards it. We'll see. And I'll, I'll share that with you. I'll share that with you when it happens. You'll probably hear me shouting with joy when that happens. So that's something. So this week, I've told you what's happening this week. There's a lot going on. Podcast is coming back on Friday. I'm going to have a new one come out then. When I say podcast, I don't mean this one. I mean the warts and all, the history podcast. We're going to get that going on Friday again. Lots of people asking about that. I will be looking for a sponsor for that one. This one can just toot along in the background, but I'll definitely be looking for a sponsor for that one. I do upload things to YouTube occasionally. And one of my targets was to get enough hours watched so that I could start earning from YouTube videos. That has proved a lot harder than I imagined it would. So I put these podcasts and the Warts and All podcasts on YouTube. So if you if you want to um, if you want to sort of help out and just stick YouTube on in the background if you've got Wi-Fi and it doesn't cost you anything, uh, then that would be really cool. <laughs> just play my YouTube videos for hours on end. We might be able to get up to a level of um, of earning for that one of these days. But it's my plan to make more YouTube videos. I have lots of plans and ideas and I'm not getting getting as much done because I had to really stop and concentrate on, on writing vital organs, which just took all my time and, and all my effort and was exhausting. So hopefully now we're out the end of that and I'm going to start getting some more more content of different variety out there. That's my plan and, uh, and that's that's where we're at. So where can you find me? Well, mostly you can find me on TikTok at Susie Edge. You can find me on Twitter at Susie Edge, on Instagram 
at suze.edge. I have a Facebook page as well. I was listening to Gary V not so long ago and he was saying, you know, Facebook Reels are the place to be if you want attention. And I thought, no, what really? Facebook, this is not 2010. But he was right. I put a couple of Reels on there, my favourite ones, my TikTok video that I made of Louis XIV's bum abscess. And that was really popular, well into the hundreds of thousands of views. And I got a lot of followers on my Facebook page for that. So that was brilliant because my Facebook page was always a little bit just in the background every so often. I'd put something on there about what was happening with the books or whatever. But that's really grown as well, which is really nice. I take my videos into a, an app. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Tick, tick something. Shall I look that up rather than just sort of tease you with it? Oh, I would if I knew where my phone was hiding under a blanket to try and dampen down the noise. So I take that to an app called TickDown. I save the video into TickDown and then it takes off the watermark. And once the watermark is off, I can, I do a screen record of that video and that means I've got the video without any watermark. And then I can take that to Clapper and I take that to Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook Reels bit harder for me lately because I've been doing longer, longer videos on TikTok. I've been making three minute videos on TikTok and you can't put them over into reels. You need to be shorter. I think it's only 90 seconds you get. So it's a little bit harder to do for some of my longer ones, but the shorter ones I can take down, take the watermark off and get them onto there and, and get some attention that way, which is really cool. So that's something that I've been doing as well. Uh, I do listen to Gary V. Would you believe it was him that put me on TikTok four years ago? and we're still going strong with that. So thanks, Gary. After all this time, listening to him and then waiting, being patient, waiting for numbers and interest to grow, finding some sort of fun niche thing that people would enjoy, and then pressing launch on the merch really does show that you need to be patient. And he was right. You need to slow down, be patient. It doesn't happen overnight. But you can find the information to be able to do any of these things just on YouTube. I, I went onto YouTube a few years ago, how do I use Audacity, which is my recording system, it's not fancy, how do I edit certain things in Audacity, how do I make videos, you know, all of these things, it's just been Google, how do I do this, YouTube, how do I do that, and I'm finding my way through. So I'll see you out and about in the real world, the next time you hear from me podcast-wise will be on Friday when we launch a new Warts and All, so I'll see you there, bye for now.